When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My talkers, we are hanging out with Rocco for the first time in 2023. It's Tuesday and we have a little pop culture jeopardy for you. Shall we play a Happy New Year. You guys over there. Oh, we just had the most stage managed appearance of Brad Pitt shirtless in Cabo with his topless quote unquote girlfriend. I told Julia all the tattoos on him are going to crush your lady boner. But he still has a beautiful V. Yeah, no, he does. He looks great, but he's really, he's very tattooed for a woman of your taste. (laughs) (laughs) Rocco, how was your holiday? Good, you? Great. Did you get any Christmas tattoos over the holiday? No, I'm checking this out. Shirtless Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. Inez de Ramon. Right, right. Babylon flopped big time, so they are just like getting, you know, because they, he's been nominated for a few things he has yeah for that for his role in that but anyway all right back to you Rocco. Back to the right. game. thank you what what are we well, doing today uh, you what know i'm not i'm not ready to give up uh new year uh, just yet all right we're, we're not we feel very optimistic yeah so about um, everything. it just Rocco. started these yeah. are uh these are movies that had a famous like new year scene in it okay oh boy um i think you'll know Okay. okay. Uh, we'll start with this one from 1989, okay. written by Nora Ephron, directed um, by Rob Reiner. Oh, oh yeah, when Harry Met Sally. Yes. I we watched I that. I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend a day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely. And it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. That's That's where that line came from. Yeah, yeah. So we watched that. This weekend? Yeah, I I put Jeff through a rom-com hell for a week. (laughs) Oh, you did? Four Weddings and the Funeral. No, he's seen that, but I made him watch Four Weddings and Funeral. We watched When Harry Met Sally. That is just a good movie. So good. Well, he's so- a romantic guy. He told me your guy's origin story oh, at the Hubbard Christmas party. I know. Well, we can't. But I mean, that is a, a timeless romantic really message is. of a movie that does come true. It's there good. are and, people that have this the other story. One, the other thing we learned in that is that he also said, you know, guys can never be friends with girls because they always want to screw them. Mm-hmm. 
That came out of that movie. So there were the two things yeah. that when you figure out you love someone, you want to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that back to you, good. Russell. That was right. good. Who got the point there? Lori. Okay. I, I watched the movie, though. Yeah, I instantly <laughs> I provided the color commentary. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I get points for that this year. <laughs> All right. This is a, a 1960 movie with a 2001 remake. In the original, two World War II veterans recruit nine comrades from their unit to simultaneously rob five. The Magnificent Seven? Or no, something? rob five Las Vegas casinos. Oh, yeah. oh Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven. Eleven. I got Ooh, it. That was there. a tie. Right, Are fine. you kidding me? EO11. This is the original. EO11. Oh, is the original good? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think it wants to be good. It wants to be good. You know what? It was good enough to spawn a very successful franchise oh, with a lot of guys yes. that made them some money because that's love, a good. I movie, love Oceans, that, the first one. Yeah, yeah okay, especially. yeah, and it has all the Rat Pack guys in it. But, but yeah, they definitely. I don't think I've ever seen it. Okay, yeah, all right. I think you are right, Rocco. Though it is like, yeah, it uh, it, it set the stage. For the suave Ocean's Eleven that we're familiar with. but Right. Like you think, oh, how could this movie be bad? It's got like, you know, Dean Martin and mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra and then you just kind it's of bored. It's kind of slow. Yeah. It's kind okay. of slow. All right. All right. How about this one? This is from 1983. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, and Jamie Training Lee places. Curtis. Yeah. Yes, it is. Love. Merry New Year! There it is. Love. Yeah. They're on I a remember train. That train. This just, is... Love, I, I thought that Jamie Lee Curtis had the most beautiful breasts I'd ever seen in my life, and I'd seen she Playboy. Still does. I know, no, she doesn't, but she did. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're only once at that fluffy, whatever, however they are. But they, I just was like, oh my god, I'd love to have those boobs for one day, one day, just twenty four hours. That's. Such... I think we see her boobs in trading places. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, that's a year old funny. Me that. Do you remember that's, that? That's oh. a funny. Movie. Yeah, Rocco. <laughs> so does the twenty year old me. I remember thinking, but I wouldn't care to have those. Uh, yes, trading places. Mm-hmm. All right, who got that, Lori? Me, Julia. Oh, way to go. It's tied. All right, how about this one? We're going to go back to nineteen fifty. A black comedy with Gloria Swanson as former silent oh, film star you know, Nora Desmond. Yeah, Sunset Boulevard. Yes. Uh, she Hi, hosts, Mr. Uh, DeMille, I'm yes. ready for that. Yes. She hosts a sad New Year's party uh, for two. It's quarter past ten. What time are they supposed to get here? Who? The other guests. There are no other guests. We don't want to share this night with other people. I'm have to watch that. That was a depressing movie. I'm ready for my gloves. <laughs> That's why I always get a little nervous about Madonna because I don't like how Sunset Boulevard y she's she become. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I worry just not actively or what anything. What did you call like her? That. Christmas Elf. What did you call her? And would text to me. Oh, gosh. I, I can't. A frozen Christmas yeah. Elf <laughs> is what she looked like. Or, I mean. And an albino frozen Christmas yeah, Elf. Yeah, I don't know. I've tried. I took a selfie and I tried to edit it like Madonna or Kim Kardashian. I must not know what to do. Who does? But Julia, I would like to see if it's possible, like to face tune there our face is, there that is, way. There is. All right, I fool, fool around and we'll I ask. do nothing but change shading and <laughs> crop it different ways. I need a lesson. Quinn, yes. or Quinn, do I Quinn, need sure. a lesson? No, sounds really. like a lot of work. That would be a good reason to bring Quinn in here to teach yeah. you guys to teach us to teach yeah. us the no, amazing on the air, Madonna. On the air, we have better things to say. You okay, know what I'm saying? Sure. 
How about I'm this? I'm just saying. Then mm-hmm. learning how to use an app, that's what you're trying to yeah, say. Yeah, I don't want to learn an app out loud in the air. That wouldn't be good for anybody. But a tutorial would be fun. All right, go. All right, these are movies with famous New Year's uh, scenes, like this one from 1974. There was an infamous New Year's Eve kiss at It'd a party oh. in Havana between John Cazal and Al Pacino. Scarface. Uh, no. No, um... Havana Nights. No, no, no. Um, not The Godfather. It's John no. Cazale. He was only in five damn That's films. Right. He was in five movies. Five they movies. Were all, not The Deer Hunter. They Apocalypse were all Now. For Best Apocalypse Picture. Now. No. 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 Uh, you're 74. close. Um, Here's how oh. it sounds. I know it was you, Fredo. Fredo, Godfather. You broke my Godfather 2. Godfather 2. Two is yeah. Oh, for crying out loud. I didn't say the right Godfather. There you go. Yeah, John mm-hmm. Cazal. There's a documentary on HBO, I think. He was in five movies. They were all nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Dog Day Afternoon, The Two Godfathers, Deer Hunter, and The Conversation. I don't even know who he is. You would know who he is. He has a very distinctive face. I'll look it up. Frito. And, uh, yeah. Frito! And, uh, and he was engaged to Meryl Streep. Yeah, oh, that's right. The Deer Hunter. Again. Didn't the he? Deer Hunter together. Didn't someone get he sick? Died at he the died. Age of that was it. Yep. He died. That's all right. It's coming full circle. And he was like uh, unbelievable. Yes. You know, that's he was right. in five amazing Here's movies. me. Didn't someone get sick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, somebody got sick and died. Yeah, all right. All right. How about this one from 1995? Bill Pullman tells Sandra Bullock not While to. While you were sleeping. Yes. Mm-hmm. How'd you get that one? Because. Well, it's one he, of her movies that she's going to make her new husband watch. This will oh, be yeah. on the rom com. Poor, poor Jeff. The rom com. <laughs> Has he watched Marathon. our floats yet? No, but I love that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he tells her not to drink the spiked New Year's yes. punch because he thinks she's pregnant. Gosh, I didn't realize that was New Year's based at all. Um, yeah, I guess. Because remember, he goes into the hospital. Julia, I've Bye. only seen it twice. Bye. I am not a multi. I loved Bill Pullman. Oh, so do I. He died way too young. Yeah, no, I, I just that movie. I'm Sandra not as Bullock active was my girl. in the rom com viewing department as you, you are. You aren't. Now, I always need to check because I always get Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. You yes, up. I know. Bill Pullman. Um, Bill Pullman is the one that's still alive, I think. Well, yes. Bill Paxton Bill is the Paxton. one that died. died. Bill Pullman is the one who starred as uh, Harry, you know, in uh, Jessica Biel. Yeah. Show. Those, right. which are the called, Detective Harry I know, but, but the name of the show is called. Damn. Can't remember. Bill Pullman? What show is Crime he on? Crime or Secret. It has a one word name. Uh, ben Herman is Detective Harry Ambrose. It's on FX. The Sinner? Sinner. The Sinner, yeah. I knew it was one word. That's a great show. I never Looking heard of for it. A series. Oh, that's a good... The, the good. first two seasons Especially are Especially if you like a thriller. I watched all four. You like a mystery, like a detective um, solving all right. um, crimes that just seem really too hard to believe. Okay. This is like your detective. It. It's right. a good one. How about this uh, movie with a New Year's Eve scene? It's from 2008. One of the main characters is home asleep, but then throws on a fur home coat alone. and a pair no. of unreasonable oh, oh. shoes. Bridget, Bridget Jones, I Races downtown, so her friend, also home alone, eating Chinese food. Working girl? Won't be alone at midnight. 2002? Um, New Year's Eve? One of the Eve? characters' name is Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie, yeah, Sex in the City. Yeah, oh, the movie, the Sex in the City. Yeah, it's a little trick question. Because Bridget Jones' Diary. Yeah, that also, that. Bridget Jones is known for a New Year's Eve, yeah, correct? Yeah, almost made him watch that. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs>
All right, we got three left. We'll see. It's who five can... to three. All so right, so there's a chance for someone. To Nothing's pull changed. <laughs> uh, 1990 movie where Christina Ricci and Winona Ryder's mom dresses as a mm. half mermaids. woman. Mermaids. Mm-hmm. There you go. Love that movie. I never saw it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't think I've that ever seen. is a good one. You I, would love I think that I movie, would. Julia. I'm writing it down. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 1982 movie Cher. about a bunch of dudes back in town for a New Year's Eve wedding, hanging out at a greasy spoon. The diner. A diner. Diner. Yes. Yeah, that's a great mm-hmm. movie. No, that's a good that's movie. when Mickey Rourke. That's when people. That's when yeah. you've got a heart on for him. Or <laughs> Steve Gutenberg. Anyway. Oh, yeah. everyone's Bacon, in it. Mickey Rourke. But, yeah. Yeah, um, Paul Reiser. Yes, all sorts of. That was a good movie. That is an epic movie. Mm-hmm. And that is a, good a movie one. that guys will like, rewatch. Yeah, they I, really. I gotta watch that one. Oh, have, have you, you ever seen Diner? I watched it back in the day when like you should the football test. It it's a good your, one. Adult your eyes, guy eyes, your you know right. older yeah, man good. eyes. You know, you've got some long friendships that maybe yeah, you've had. You're right with people, and it, there is something that you know is very true about that tale or that you know coming of age situation mm-hmm. of friendship all right and to finish it up okay. even though julia doesn't have a chance to win 1972 disaster movie Diard. gene hackman no 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 oh, it's the, uh, poseidon adventure it is the poseidon oh. here's a little clip oh. from that Shelly Winters. Shelly Winters. It's not too late. We've got to say the, the morning, morning after. after. Marine. Marine McGovern. It's not too late to swim across. That was when all We've those uh, big epic yep. movies, you know, that were disastrous. Oh, we loved them. That was a very 70s. Marco, what a good theme. That yeah. was fun. We'll see what we come up with uh, Friday for the jukebox. All right. we're, all, we're all back again. Right? We are. Yeah, we all are. Right. Thanks Thank so much. We'll be right back with Grant and the Dirt Alert. Is a my talk dirt alert. All right, Grant, it's our first dirt alert of the new year. What do you got for yeah, us? Yeah, let's start out with a little bit of just, you know, kind of crazy sad news, but some positivity following it. Jeremy Renner on New Year's Day, the oh, morning of New Year's Day. I'm so glad you're bringing us the story because, like, when this broke, it was just like he he's in critical condition, and we're like, what? They're just now getting information. So yeah, so tell there's us what happened. There's some updates now. He is out of surgery. Um, he had he had suffered blunt chest trauma and orthopedic injuries. Now, what he does, he lives near in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, mm-hmm. and he has a big snow cat. Now, these snow cats are much bigger than like a bobcat, a plow, anything you can think of their tracks alone are about like some you'd see at a ski hill. At yep. a ski hill, exactly. Yeah. This thing can plow an entire road, both lanes okay. in one machine. So Jeremy's on. He's his a big. Own. He's a big man of toys. He's got all these toys, and he and there was a big snowstorm, which we're currently getting right now, right. that went through Tahoe, and he went out to help out his neighbors. His nephew was along with him during this tragic incident, and he went to plow the roads and help his neighbors kind of get out so mm-hmm. that they could leave. And he also had a lot of family members staying with him at the time, and he wanted to make sure that they yeah, had yeah, yeah. roads to get out of town. Well, he got out of the, the the ski cat is what they call it, and they have all kinds of of measures to prevent this from happening. Now they don't know if he was in the front or the back of it, but he got out and it, it started, started to move oh, and man. it ran. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And him over and he got trapped and it took now there was severe, severe leading, bleeding to his leg. Luckily, one of his neighbors was a doctor. And came over and put a tourniquet on his leg, saving that situation. Is he going to lose his leg? Or they have. They, he's out of surgery right now. Oh his family gosh. has come out to thank everybody for all their support. There is. He is in critical but stable condition. Um, nobody knows yet did whether the he, nephew knocked the thing out of gear. Well, I don't know, but it also went over his chest. It did go yeah, over his he chest. Rolled over I mean, yeah. but you see, these cats are so big. So it, what happened is his neighbor was stuck in the snowbank because there was so much snow. So he went out to help. Yeah, oh but he God. was already out there yeah, plowing he was already the road. Plowing and stuff. and yeah. like I said, so he got out of the out of his machine to help his neighbor out. When he got out of that machine, he didn't have it. In par- some something Somehow. went awry, yep. and unfortunately, now the the, the snow cat is a part of the investigation. It has been towed away. He was airlifted by helicopter oh for God. surgery. Um, like I said, his family has come out and thanking everybody for their support and gratitude and all the the, the love and support that he has received. But this is just a, Listen, when you're in critical condition and you've been run over by something that is not no. good. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. And they're like they're saying, luckily, that doctor was there to yeah. put that tourniquet on. Wow. Yep. It might have saved his life. He might have bled out. The leg and like like Julia said, his leg artery, was you know yeah his leg was run over, but his also it seemed like his chest. Mm. Remember it, when we learned how to do tourniquets, Lori at Camp Ripley? Yes, we learned how to do tourniquets. That's yeah. it's an amazing and that's good. I'm mm-hmm. glad you guys uh-huh. have. And so in case anyone needs a nurse, Lori's Thank available. You. Well, Thank I mean, hey, we saw this play out on Monday Night Football. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, I don't oh, mean to go down the sports corner, night. but yes. like a young man took a hit. You know, made a tackle, and at that very moment was when the electric synapsis was going on in his heart, and it stopped his heart, and they were luckily there to revive him on the field with CPR. Now, I learned that the NFL, before every game, has a whole full medical staff, Trauma ER1 Center on staff, and they do an hour-long meeting before the game for any type of scenario that could happen. And that meeting and those preventative measures might have been what saved this young man's life in Buffalo. It's crazy. And they also had the machine. Yeah, the, the, they yeah. had the defibrillator on the them, and that's yeah. part of the whole setup for this whole thing. Now, uh, uh, that story is just another whole crazy, crazy side was, thing. So but, we only know what the family is letting us know right. about Jeremy Renner, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's filming right now. Not that I know of. I, because I, the mayor of Easttown, or what is that other show no, he mayor, does with? He's Hawkeye. He's, yeah, Hawkeye, he's Hawkeye, but, but that's he's on hold right now. with yeah. Kyle Chandler. And, yes. and mayor of Easttown, but mayor that Easttown. we didn't know if that was coming back for a second season. I haven't looked into They've that yet. They've been advertising. They have been? Okay, yeah. so then he might have been working. I watched, he's I, a great actor. I caught up with Tulsa King, and they're oh, doing the second that. season. 
Mayor of Easttown? It is was that what Mayor of Easttown, yeah. Or mayor no, was that Ma- was that was that the one with uh, Kate Winslet? No, that's Mayor. 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 This is Mayor, like M A Y O R. Kingstown. Yep. Kingstown. Yep. That's yep. the other Taylor Sheridan show so, that that Jeremy's in with Kyle Chandler. Exactly from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Exactly. So you know his his oh, Avengers. I hope he's going to be okay, man. Mm-hmm. Me too. Jeremy uh, Jeremy Renner was Mark Ruffalo, who is uh, an Avengers co star yeah. of his, came out and just said, you know. Prayers for my brother for a full speedy recovery. Please send healing goodness his way. Oh yeah. I mean this this is tragic. This this one this is this well, is let's just, see if he's gonna be okay, but it doesn't sound good, man. You know, doing a kind thing for somebody else and that yeah. happens very sad. But moving on to some positive news here, you guys. Yeah. Outer Banks, you know, you're a fan. It's it, of course I'm a fan. It's a show about kids. Teenagers. Teenage, you know. Be their high school or college age. I love those shows. Well, I love Outer Banks. You're going to love this. You're not far away from season three. We've got a release date from Netflix. February 23rd, mm-hmm. we're going to get 10 episodes of season three, and we're going to get back to the Outer you Banks. You guys are still watching that. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. I, I like, like that those show. teenage I like that shows. show, too. I have a synopsis of the third season, but I'm not going to give yeah, away anything. We don't, it doesn't matter. No. It's it good enough. It doesn't matter. Check it out when you get your own time, for sure. Well... We've got a nice little love triangle going on here with uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Now, he recently proposed to his... Well, let's... Who's Lakeith again? Lakeith was, is in the show Atlanta. Do you know the show Atlanta? Yes. He's an actor in the show Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I know him from. Oh, he was in Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, there we go. He's so. a well-known actor, but you're like, you might not know his name. His name, okay. But you know his face. Yeah, so he recently proposed to his girlfriend, Cashmere Treese. And right after doing so, another lady named Taylor Hurd put out a Instagram reel of her baby girl and said, sorry to bother you, sharing sweet moments together. And in the clip, Stanfield can be seen dancing in front of the newborn as she sat in the chair watching him, basically saying, thank you for abandoning my family for Mm. your new family. Mm. This turned into a Twitter tirade between the two of them that have all been deleted since then. But boy, it got a little dirty. So he had overlap with this gal that he's engaged to after five months of dating. Mm -hmm. And the girlfriend that he had a baby with, who he was keeping secret maybe or not acknowledging or doing whatever. And then he goes all public like this. And yeah, okay. This is messy. Don't forget about me. This is very Uh messy. Uh I mean, that is... He said, he said on, you know, he said... Cashmere, run, girl. Are you in danger? Yeah, well, that's the funny thing is now he's saying this has strengthened their bond, him and Cashmere. Of course, because you know what? You always, (laughs) God, people, when you're blinded in love, you're just so... We have to learn the hard way, people. Blinded in love. We have to learn the hard way sometimes and... You know, this just sounds like a very messy situation. If I was Kashmir's auntie, I would say her, slow your roll with this Lakeith guy. No kidding. Let's find out what's going on. How how long has it been since he and this woman haven't been together? Come on now. Not too long, apparently. And it, yeah, it's fresh because, like I said, that deleted Twitter conversation gets real, real graphic between the two of them, which I have here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so... Well, I can get it. Basically, he just said, "I don't want. I didn't want to blast my kid out on the internet. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for putting me in a bad position." And then she well, comes. He was trying to hide them, and that's what she said. Oh, well, so you want to hide it from me? I mean, it was just ugly. Yeah, very okay, ugly. Very, very. Hey, everybody, Laurie and Julia here for Furniture Matter. Oh my gosh! So last uh, Tuesday, Julia, I yes. had my 
new couch and new rug delivered. And they were like, we'll call you a half hour. You know, they give you a two hour window time. We'll call you a half hour ahead of time. And boom, they were in and out of there. But I'm so happy that um, it's just totally changed the look of that room and um, more seating more comfortable seating yeah well for me we just wanted to have we realized okay we're having more people over we just need a little bit more couch space but i also you know wanted to i wanted to buy something off the showroom floor i really did i did not want to have to wait i didn't want to order anything i didn't want i really have to pick out fabric i was so happy that there's a great selection of furniture to buy and take whatever you're looking for i love for. you buy and take and they have gorgeous furniture at great pricing right now at furniture manor everyone knows that though i have a plethora academic of journals skimming. and academic skimming you've had some time on your hands i've had some time on my hand and julia mm-hmm. i've uh i've done some journal skimming for the program today the program and i thought this Grand was a, night thank you yeah Love i thought it. this mm-hmm. was a particularly timely study coming from cornell university because um do you think like when you're on a plane and the unfastened seatbelt light comes on, does it sometimes seem like those are the longest minutes of your life until people get moving or in a security line or wherever yep. wherever it's crowded and you're waiting in a line? Does it feel like time is eternal? Well, yeah. I yeah. Agree. Uh-huh. And because, yes, this Cornell study said... Especially, Lori, which you've never experienced in the past five years when you're sitting in the last row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's when you don't ever even when see you're anyone three move. A, three, it goes I mean, by very quickly. I, mean, I'm like, I can't think of one line you've stood in forever. Oh, Just take me to the front of the line. I mean, it seems forever when you're in the back, and I just realized I just. I waited in line at the Dior Museum for my timed entrance. <laughs> he has to dig deep. I've got yeah. to find the last time I was yeah. waiting in a line. And that was actually wonderful because the people watching was so good. <laughs> I was embarrassed. Your you know? description is of an airplane. Though. Right. I'm thinking, you've never experienced this. Well, okay, but this is interesting new research um, from Cornell U- uh, University. And scientists found that crowding makes perceptions of time pass more slowly. So the next time it feels like you're in a crowded situation, um, it isn't that it is, it's just that it feels that way, that your perception of reality is that it's taking longer. Well, I'm going to tell you, because seriously, in crowds... If you're short, mm-hmm. it's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, it already, you already have anxiety, but I then you can't... I cannot even mm. tell you. But crowding creates stressful feelings, and that makes a trip or whatever you're doing feel longer. That's why sure. time slows down. Yeah, a bit, it, yeah. It, it's a new way of thinking about social crowding showing that it does change how we perceive time. Okay, interesting. And it is, or maybe there's a long, like yesterday I was at Kowalski's, people were shopping like it was the blizzard of 1920, you know? No, seriously. Cub was was the same way. Crazy busy. I mean, crazy busy. And Uh people were, it was... 
Lines Long down line, the aisles. Okay. Li- lines at my cub were down, down the aisles. aisle. Yes. Yeah, and so it was like that. But remember, we had that with the with COVID when right, that all first started, right. and everyone. It does feel like the line takes forever yes. to move. So you're not crazy. This is what it does. Yeah. All that stimulation does to our brain, and they have proven it over there at good old. Uh, Cornell. Cornell. They had people don the VR goggles. Yes. And they did things like ride the New York City subway, wait in line, like at a TSA. You feel like you're in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At a TSA security line, um, stand clear of the closing door. So they did it with um, the VR goggles. I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, just think about it. If you're in that situation, you're going to only focus on all the stressors of that very moment. Right. Therefore, you're not going to be able to relax and like think about things that let things easily go by. If you constantly focus on what's at hand in the moment, it's hard to move on easily through that moment. It dramatically is warping your sense of time. Yeah. And it's. I'd say breathe deep then. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but just knowing it is still not, it is going to make it seem long mm-hmm. no matter what. I've had to train myself as a person who sits in the second to last row in every airplane <laughs> yeah. to um, mm-hmm. just breathe. Right. Because I'm never getting off. Because it feels like it's mm-hmm. going to be. But I can stand up. That is one yes. of the joys about being short. True. I can stand up. You can stand up with Underneath that thing. Watching your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, here's a, a another a study of okay. duh. Um, I don't know if it really is a study of duh, but... Uh, it's just a study. TikTok <laughs> promotes toxic diet culture among teens and young adults. Oh, yeah. like, this came out... Hello, yes, this is uh, from the University of Vermont. This is a big study, though, because this... I've heard about this. It it does. Yeah, they did. Well, all social they, media the, does. the research team conducted a comprehensive analysis of the top 100 videos um, from 10 popular nutrition, food, and weight-related hashtags on TikTok. Okay. And then they coded them for key themes. And each of these hashtags they looked at had a billion views. So they had, nice. um, when this project began in 2020... And um, they were surprised at how prevalent the topic of weight was on TikTok. The fact that billions of people are viewing content about weight on the Internet says a lot about the role diet culture plays in our society. Mm -hmm. And this is why I get so mad at the morning shows like, uh, you know, like a bear pooping in the woods. January 2nd or 3rd, they are going to give us diet tips no matter what we say. Lucy, I mean, there is this reinforcement that kind of happens. I think I heard about a dad wanting to sue Instagram because his daughter um, just became so weight obsessed because of the social media pictures. And young people, when you're young, you don't have the critical thinking thing. Think about just how we were maybe impacted from just our thing of looking at 17 magazine or whatever we look Mm -hmm. at, what was on TV, but it wasn't very inclusive at all. It was very much. But we weren't, we weren't on it 24. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So anyway, yeah, they, they, it is. This whole social media experiment at some point will come out and we'll say, hmm. Yeah. This, that was, not that a was surprise. Something. Not a surprise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does. It does. Uh, so yeah, I guess have the conversation, 
you know, with if you do have like somebody who just they love looking at their TikTok or whatever, just have a conversation about how are you feeling about how your body looks right. and feels, and do you know that you know you're 14? Yeah, you're getting you're going to get full curves, and, right, right, I, right? You know what I mean? I want people to not. I think people do have that conversation. I least like link. I don't know. But you don't know. You don't know. You, I guess you got to ask. What are you watching? I guess if I you're remember a parent, my mom's conversation with me. What? Come into my bedroom, and something's going to be happening to you. Oh, <laughs> that's what she told you. What? What's going to be what? happening? I went to a classroom what? in fifth grade. Oh, and we this watched was fifth grade. I went to my mom's bedroom. Something's yeah. going to be happening to you. I'm like, what? That, yeah, that's honestly what happened. <laughs> oh, we saw film. God. I they never took saw the girls films. in one We room never did that. And the boys in another. Well, we were, listen, we were on base right. in Japan. Maybe right. we were advanced. I never behind. had any I have that. no idea. I had to watch a full birth. Oh, please. Yeah. Full birth in my religion in class. In fifth grade? Not in fifth grade, okay. seventh grade. Seventh okay. grade, yeah. but still. Fifth grade, still, that's seventh shocking. Grade, yeah, sitting no. there I was watch- scarred watching a vasectomy in college <laughs> in his freshman year. Yeah, I went but to a Catholic. But they showed the old ball and sack <laughs> dissection. I was in my sex <laughs> education class I took. Yeah. I thought that oh was my horrible. God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's but I've, teaching all, I've never forgotten the word vas deference. I, I always thought that would be a good count. Name like Vast in, Deference in some kind of a comedy. Yeah, I'm Count Vast Deference. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> and this is Lady Urvala, or whatever you <laughs> some other name. Oh, oh my God. Uh, all right, that's all we got. Today. That's all. That's all the study. And the uh, last study of duh is all these damn New Year's resolutions that people do. Dunzo by the end of January. Good luck. Enjoy them while I, we got I them. am. I'm embracing damp January. January. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> all all right. right, we'll be right back. Can we just take a minute to remember Vivian Westwood. Yes. The uh, princess of punk fashion maverick. She passed away at her home. With her family around her, she was 81 years old. Her fashion house announced her death, saying she died peacefully. Vivian continued to do the things she loved up until the last moment. Designing, working on her art, writing her book, and changing the world for the better. She was very conscientious the last 20 years about climate. But her fashion career is so interesting. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine. She's the one in the 70s that gave us the statement tees, yes. the ripped, the safety pins. She was I mean, punk rock. Punk originally. rock, original. She was just, they were just everything. And then she went to Haute Couture and her husband, uh, she met like um, in the 60s. She was a primary school teacher, separated from her first husband, Derek Westwood, and she met Malcolm McLaren who later goes on to manage the Sex Pistols. But she meets him, and they open a small shop in Chelsea in 1971. And she becomes known as, like, this, you know, swinging London, um, you know, 
if you're sick of that, because that was the right. 60s Carnaby Street, there's this shop where it's just this punk. We've never seen anything like sure. it. So she took London out of that 60s thing and into the mod squad into punk rock, into punk rock. Right. And she was self-taught. She would go to vintage stores and she would buy cool things she'd like. And then she deconstruct. Um, Vivian Westwood, if you're how just to sew, us. how to sew, and Grant posted some of her best red carpet looks. I mean, Zendaya, the Oscars, Blake Lively. Yeah. That's the one that cop that Zendaya, that Zendaya photo. with oh. that white gown. Yep. I She's think it was so the Oscars that she wore that too. Gwen Stefani at the Aviator wore vintage Vivian Westwood. Um, just recently, um, Tandy Newton for Solo, she wore it. Kim right. K. Wore Vivian Westwood at the Emmys, Blake Lively, lots and Everyone, lots of people. We've heard her name forever, but did she had an interesting life? Very, very yeah. interesting. And when she went, she was given an Obie by Queen Elizabeth, Order of British, whatever. And when she went to accept it, and I mean, she always had this flaming red right. hair. She was just such a character. And she reminds me of Betsy Johnson, kind of. Kind of, of the British version, very yeah. much. But she gets an OBE, and she's in her late 60s, and she goes and she wears like a suit jacket that almost looks like you would wear on a at a hunt and hound ball. Oh, sure. Okay, and then it me. went down to this long ball gown, but then it was a mullet, I believe, in front, short, mm-hmm. and then like a Philip Treakley hat. And she had on pantyhose. And she twirled for the photographers there on the step set, the entrance to mm-hmm. Buckingham Palace, with nothing on under her pantyhose. Oh gosh, I love it. I mean, it, that's balls. That's punk. Yep, that's punk. You're yeah. right. Anyway, You're so right. It. She's she's really something. I wish there would be a. Um, you Maybe know, there'll be a a, docu- a biopic on her. Well, or something. there's an autobiography that she, um, I, Ian Kelly, that she said. Um, she talked about some of this stuff. So, but there could be a documentary because she was a fashion maverick. She really was. Mm-hmm. She was. Tonight, there's a um, documentary that's kicking off on, I want to say Paramount, but it's uh, it's um, highlighting all of the um, kind of the Holland Oats, all the soft rock oh, bands. Help me out. Oh, see, I like oh. it. It's called Sometimes When We Touch. Oh, Lord, that sounds terrible. Okay, and then the menu, which was the movie that's oh, we've talked about, it starts on Fines. Yeah, it starts on HBO Max. So it's come out of the movie theaters and it's on HBO Max. Casey watched Banshee and he was so mad. So, and okay, I, I'm so glad you told because I, I, uh, and I told him, I said, I do want to watch it because I know what the, yeah, thing. you do. And so he goes, well, don't tell me because I love those two actors and I'm going to watch it. And, and then he was just so mad. He was just like, what a waste of time. He mm-hmm. did not like that movie. He was like, why all the critics? I go, that's why you can't go by the critics all the time. And he's Mr. Oh, he's Mr. Back Look in the day up. when. I want to say Dr. Spock's movie journal, but it was Leonard Baldwin or something. Malton, Malton had, a, had a movie guide book grant, like as thick as a dictionary. <laughs> so when you went to Blockbuster, you, you could, could find movies that were good. rated. You wouldn't just before, be sold. Before, before the internet. IMDb or before Rotten the Tomatoes. Internet. This is like how yeah. we were in the 90s. And he always got code. the latest version of the book. In case he would just, it was like religion to him. Yeah. We got to do it for like the, the book. the TV guide for Blockbuster. It, yeah. it really, it really was. It really you know was. what was good in that we kind of tore through in like about a maybe less than a week. The, uh, the new season of Jack Ryan on Amazon. Oh, we wasn't... go to Prague. Mm-hmm. We go to Vienna. We go to Moscow. It's so um, eerie 
how it's mimicking some of the stuff happening in the Ukraine. Okay. Mm-hmm. With this thing called small wars theory, which is, we were, you know, people who studied like history and it's a way of, you start something over here to get, to get something big, big over, over here there. to yeah. react. Yeah. Anyway, it's, Oh, fascinating. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic season yes, again. It is. And it is last night. I thought I, there, we had two episodes. I thought I would twirl my hair off. Oh, really? That's stressful. Okay. It was okay. in Tulsa King. Lori twirls when I, she's nervous. Yeah. Oh, shit's right here. Uh, oh, and time. Tulsa King is very good. Caught up with that one. That's very good. And Taylor Sheridan, obviously, is spending his time on 1923 and Tulsa King because Yellowstone, which was the finale on Sunday night. Oh, uh, I haven't one. even watched the, it. It was the part one finale. But, right. oh, but, but still, not what till the next summer. Yeah, what the oh, hell was that? I'm so glad because I got bored with that. I'm just going to stay season. bored for a little while. Mm. I've it's got plenty of time. Yeah, the good stuff, the good writing is happening on the other show. It's kind of gotten a little lazy in its yeah. soap opera. Maybe way, they're setting. Up, I don't mind it. Maybe they're setting up for a great part two. But I'll have to say, this is the slowest season of Yellowstone. We've never had this many panoramic Just, cow shots. Yes, <laughs> it's true. Wow. It's very true. No, it's true. No, it is. It's, and it is beautiful to have course. the panorama, but boy, I mean, that's because he was busy directing things in, you know, mm-hmm. Tanzania. Tanzania. I, I cannot wait to see the third oh my edition God. of 1928. 23. 23. 23. Yeah. Of course, I'll look for 28. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford and um, Helen Mirren are so good. I did have to go to Esquire.com or somewhere to have the family tree explained to me. Harrison Ford is Tim McGraw's character's brother from Ireland. Oh, I didn't realize that. And Tim McGraw dies 10 years after he gets to Montana. And only one of their children lives. That's right. And And then his wife writes to John's brother in Ireland, said, you and Kara have to come and help me with the ranch. And that's the accident. And they find her... In the snow. Okay, bay. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know this yet. Yeah, you saw this. We yeah. see this. Yeah, oh, we, we saw this in the first episode. Oh, oh, we did. All right. He finds somebody in a snowbank. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Never that was that. Faith. That oh, was her character. Really? Oh, but you just read the thing because it's kind of confusing. Who are, it, how are these Duttons related to right. any Duttons? But each this is going to be a two season nineteen. Oh, is it really? Three. That's it. And that'll be. But two it'll season. be two season because the other one was only one season. That's right. I love her voice. Hmm. What a show. What a show what a today. Show. Welcome back, people. Happy New Year. I'm giving out a little bit of uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire oh, here. thank you. Oh, We're going to remember um, Fred tomorrow. and her sister and, died. And, and Fred White. Tomorrow we'll get a little bit of that. And if we come in, because we might have won the, you know. The lottery. 9, 878, 785. I'm not counting on it. I'm coming in tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you. Job done. Off you go.